This hour of In the Zone is sponsored by Twin Peaks and Southeastern Fitness Equipment. All the football talk you can handle before we head into the weekend. Let's kick things off with a man who needs no introduction. Milton slips the tackle, dodges outside, and scores. Mackenzie Milton. Always wizardry for Milton when he joins us on our festive football Fridays. Welcome to the show, KZ. How you doing? I'm doing good, my man. How about you? Doing great. Ready to talk some football. We've got a lot of UCF angles, and the college football playoff is expanding, so we've got a lot to discuss here. What happened last week? USF. I thought, oh, here I go. I can kick back. Maybe I, I can even go to bed early. And then USF just comes roaring back. Is it as simple as Plumlee went down, or, or was there more to it, in your opinion? Yeah, I think there was part of that. I think the biggest thing was just the, the three fumbles. Um, that kind of just turned the whole tide, and they converted those into points. But I don't know, man. I just All the momentum was completely shifted, and then Alec Haller probably made the most incredible catch I've ever seen in person. So shout-out Alec Haller for uh, basically saving the season. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, without that, they're they're not in the position they're at this week. How disappointed are you, or are you disappointed at all that the USF series is is ending? Um, you know, I think it is pretty di- like disappointing in the sense that you know, just there's a lot of history there and a lot of great memories. But in the grand scheme of things, we're on a bigger and better thing. So. It is what it is. I would like to see UCF playing, you know, Florida's and Florida State's and Miami's on a year-in and year-out basis um, if we're going to play some in-state games. You know, the irony is, is, I mean, it's pretty profound when it comes to UCF entering into the Big 12. The Big 12 looks like a great football conference yet again, even if you take Texas and Oklahoma out of it. just I mean, they're not even in the Big 12 title game. There's so many good Mm -hmm. teams inside of that conference. And there's more money that's going to come the way of UCF. It's no doubt a positive. But now the college football playoff is expanding, and they're going to let the AAC champion in most likely. So the path to the playoff would actually be easier if UCF doesn't leave. So it's just sort of like, do you see the irony in that? Or like UCF has been knocking on the doorstep, and now it would have actually been easier had they not gone. Uh, I would say somewhat, but it's also, you know, you got – other sports as well, like basketball is the Big 12 conference is the best basketball conference as well. So I think in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's better for the school. Um, and that, I mean, that's, let's call it for what it is. I guess some people might say that's the easy path now, right? We'd rather have that road less travel through the Big 12 and, and get on the mountaintop and win a national championship in the Big 12. Well, and, and I completely agree with you. I just wanted to get your perspective on it. I, yeah. Because I think one way to look at it, too, is when you're competing at a high level in the Big 12, if you win that conference, you're more likely to, if if they have the first round where you're hosting a game uh, or you're at least a higher seed. I don't see the AAC champion, even though they'll get into the playoff, the AAC champ might have to play a team like, uh, like Georgia you know, in round one, and yeah. then what does that really mean? So I think UCF... Maybe it'll be harder to get in, but it'll also be easier to be a high seed in the playoff. Yeah, exactly. Well, you could you could also get in with one loss potentially in the Big Twelve as well, and in the American, that's probably definitely not a possibility in uh, these past recent years. But 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. I think the Big 12 is um, it's a better suit for us. We just got to get used to playing in the cold. <laughs> yeah, and I mean these games week to week are going to be so tough. I, I want to. Oh, we'll get back to that in a second. I'm going to jump around a little bit here. So UCF going up against Tulane tomorrow, conference title game. This is now the second time in a few weeks where UCF has faced this Tulane team. How hard is it? to play a team that second time, especially when you beat them the first time? Is there just, like, what kind of challenge does that present as a player on the field? Um, It's definitely a challenge. You know, I think back to playing against Memphis in 2017, having to play those guys twice. First time we got after them pretty good. Second time it was down to double OT. So I think it's, it's going to be a lot closer of a game, even though it was a, a one-touchdown game. Tulane kind of got a couple scores late. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just think it's going to come down to a line of scrimmage, though, more than anything, as it usually does in championship games. Do you think Plumley? do you think his hamstring is going to be an issue? Because it sounds like he's going to play, but uh, you just don't know exactly what to expect because that thing can pop any minute, you know, and I know that he knows that. Yeah, we're going to have to see, man. It's um, It's definitely an interesting situation at QB this week, so... You know, hopefully he's good to go because he got after him pretty good uh, a couple weeks ago. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're talking to Mackenzie Milton here on In the Zone as we preview everything going uh, going on this weekend and and college football playoff expansion. I had one more question on that because we're going to see as the playoff expands, and it's not next season; it's following season. Then it'll be the next two, and we'll see what happens moving forward. But for some of these teams that make it far in the playoff, the expanded version of the playoff, they can play up to 17 games. That's an NFL schedule. As a former player, does that sort of would that sort of thing concern you or are you just you're just all in. I'll play as many games as, as we line up as long as they mean something or or is that just too much for a student athlete? No, nah, I don't think so. I think it's I think it's necessary. I think it's good for the sport. Um and it it makes it more it makes it more realistic because I think this year if you had a twelve team playoff, you get a Alabama in there, you get a, you get teams like that that are just on the tier like a LSU, right? Yeah, Being Ohio State, lost, 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 Ohio State, right? Um, but we'll see what happens this week. I, if USC loses and who else needs to lose? USC TCU. and TCU. Yeah. If they lose, Bama's back in, which is kind of crazy. So okay, I completely disagree. I think I think TCU can lose and still get in. If they lose, their oh, one loss, no. their one loss, and I mean, look, you, there's a lot of bias in that room. I get it, but TCU's one loss would be to a top ten team in the country in a conference title game that they earned the berth into. I don't know how you could justify putting Ohio State or Alabama ahead of that team unless unless Kansas State just blows them out. But if TCU loses by a field goal, I just don't know how they could justify that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. You might be right. You'll probably be right on that. I uh, uh we'll, we'll we'll see. I, I do. Who do you think? Who do you think's a better team? But I mean, it, it, they, and I think it goes down to how are you voting if you're in that room? Are you voting for who the best team is? Or are you voting for who put the best resume together? Because I don't think that those are the those aren't the same answers. TCU has a better resume even with a loss tomorrow. They have a better resume than Alabama and Ohio State, no doubt about it. Uh, but yeah, if you're asking yeah. me who the better team is, like if we line them up on a field, I'd probably take Bama and Ohio State to win. So it depends on how yeah. you look at it. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. Now, I will say this. Uh, FSU has been lighting it up at the end of the year. You know, it was a tight battle with the Gators, but that's how we still saw that with UCF and USF. That's how rivalry games go. If they were eligible for a playoff this year, if there was an expansion and they were in as an at-large team with the way they're playing right now, do you think they'd be legit contenders for a national championship? I do, actually. I, I do think they, I think they could beat anybody. That's why. I think Jordan Travis is playing at a All-American level in the past couple of weeks. Really throughout the season, he's been lights out. And they're starting to get back healthy. Fabian Lovett is probably going to get drafted this year. Jamie Robinson, to me, might be the best safety in the country. Like They got legit NFL guys all across the board. So I think they, they would have a legit shot if it was expanded this year. Yeah, no doubt. They're right now at 13 in the college football playoff ranking. I mean, Georgia feels like they're in a class by themselves. They'll have to continue to prove it. But two, 2 through 13, I don't, I don't even question it. At times. They've been a little suspect at times. But don't you think like they're one of those teams though that I mean like I, I always think back to the Kobe and Shaq Lakers for a nice throwback of teams that just know that they're gonna be there at the end and they're gonna they're yeah. gonna turn it up a notch, kinda like they did against Tennessee. I I I think both of us like Tennessee in that game because of the way Tennessee was rolling and Georgia didn't seem the same, then all of a sudden they just dialed up the volume a little bit. I think they're gonna smash L S U tomorrow. What if LSU wins? If LSU wins, I mean, I think it creates sort of just a lackluster Georgia entrance into the college football playoff. Uh, It'll be weird because the SEC champion won't be in the college football playoff. I would think Georgia would still get in. That sounded like some betting words from McKenzie. May I jump in? No, I'm just just, just asking. I mean, you get some good odds on that one. I, I mean, between you two. I would have been maybe, oh, maybe put a little no. That'd be great. So flair. I'll let McKenzie take LSU. Yeah, I'd love to be on this side. Nah, what's this, <laughs> how many points they got? It's uh, the spread is minus seventeen and a half in favor of Georgia. Right, the compensation. Oh yeah, but... yeah. Come on. I'll send. I'll send you ten bucks if uh, if they don't cover. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a sucker. <laughs> See, he just wanted to pose the question. Is yeah, all he just no, wanted to know. So, would you? What, so, what would happen? I mean, if if LSU wins, do you think they have a claim? They're at fourteen right now, so they'd have to jump ten spots. But maybe beating Georgia yeah. jumps you ten spots. Yeah, it's the number one team in the country. Hmm, that's really yeah, interesting. Beat Alabama. All right, McKenzie, let's wrap with this. I know that if I asked you to highlight the NFL quarterback battle, it would be Burrow versus Mahomes. So I'm going to ask it this way. Which game are you looking forward to more? And unfortunately, they're on at the exact same time. Dolphins, 49ers. We got great offense versus great defense. Always love those kind of matchups. Uh, or Mahomes versus Burrow, Bengals-Chiefs rematch of the AFC title game. Uh I got to go with Mahomes and Burrow, but for sure going to be tuned in. I'm just going to be watching NFL Red Zone. Yep. Also curious to see how the Browns look this week. Um, Deshaun Watson going back to Houston, that's going to be a very interesting game to watch as well. Yeah, we got a lot. I, I've I've coined this week, week 13, as I think it's the best NFL week we've had thus far. I mean, even like Jets-Vikings is interesting. We've got a whole host, Titans-Eagles, so we've got a lot of good games to choose from. No, 100%.
This segment right here brought to you by Twin Peaks and Southeastern Fitness Equipment. Mackenzie Milton, always a blast. Enjoy the football weekend. And, uh, yeah, believe me, if LSU ends up winning that game, you'll hear from me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you, man. Uh, so Mackenzie Milton didn't actually pick LSU. Let's be very clear about that. But, you know, he posed an interesting question. And I am not even really registering this as a possibility well, that, Georgia, that Georgia loses this game. Him posing the question was like, well, does that mean you think there's actually a chance? <laughs> because I... I, I guess there's really. always a chance. Well, that's why they play the game. That's why they line them up. And this isn't professional sports. This and is the it, collegiate level. And LSU did beat Alabama. Yeah, but Alabama and Georgia are like two different things right now. They very Kirby, much are. Kirby has the formula. It seems like it, but that that tone will change. So I'll ask you the question. LSU is at 14 right now. Georgia's at 1. If LSU wins, who deserves to be in the playoff? Well, that certainly would get LSU some traction when right now, after that A&M loss, it's, they're finished, put a fork in them. Yet it's still, what they've done to this point, it's still a very successful first year from Brian Kelly. I, they've been better than I thought they would be after that loss to FSU. But, uh, I, yeah, man, I mean, that would be the worst thing, I think, for college football is Georgia losing. At least there's, like, a Goliath. Yeah, because you don't have a good option. You have... You have you would have a college football playoff with no SEC champion involved, which is odd because it's the best conference in college football if you allow Georgia to still play. And then one of the teams comes off of a loss to enter the playoff. That would just seem awkward. Right. Or you have a three-loss LSU team that randomly beat Georgia that just oh, finds their way in there. No sick. one wants to see that. Right. Yeah, and it's not like there's enough players, or at least in my mind, uh, you know, like marketable players on LSU at the very moment that no. would get them like Alabama right now I could still get up for even though it's not the best version of a Nick Saban team they're still Bama they still have recognizable players so I don't know yeah to me I've finally sold myself on USC and uh and TCU being the other two teams let it stay how it is. Let's not have any of these teams lose to to get rid of any of the momentum that they have built up. Stone Cold Locks of the Week coming your way next.